Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. Birthday episode with Coach Michelle. Happiest birthday to Coach Michelle. At the time of the recording, we were only a day removed from Coach Michelle's big birthday. We talked about her birthday trip to New York City, why we love the Big Apple, and the things we have learned as we started traveling to different states post-pandemic. Thank you for listening as always. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Let's get this started. Dear Dubs. Another episode where we start with the music. Happy birthday, Dubs. <laughs> Thank you. I can't believe you're 21. I know. I can't either. Finally. <laughs> uh, how was your birthday? It was yesterday. Yeah, it was It was a nice birthday. I was in New York City, so actually that there were times during the day where everything was so busy, I kept forgetting. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. Did anything change now that you got a year older? No, not a thing. Nothing at all. Mm-mm. What does what is birthday for you like? Like what what does it does it have any significant meaning? Do you make a big deal out of this day? No, when I was younger, my mm. two big days of the year were my birthday and New Year's Eve. I would plan them and you know, my birthday is in July. New Year's Eve is in December, so I had two big things to look forward to all year long. Now, why, why New Year's Eve? Well, I mean, because when you're young, you do dumb stuff. It was just a big party, I guess. Like, how how old are we talking here? Uh, you know, so probably eighteen to oh, early twenties. Okay, so, so, so you're like at your party phase. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, and sometimes I would go to Philly and go to places that I wouldn't normally go to. You know, with with a fake ID. No. No. No, no, no. I had fake ID. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were going there today. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's a, this podcast is a full of surprise. I mean, for dedicated listeners, they get they get to know us a little better, so I don't mind sharing secrets. <laughs> it's not really a secret anymore. I just put it on the podcast universe. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, tell me more about your birthday. Okay. How did you come about this New York City trip? Why you decided to go? Who you took? And what you did? All that good stuff. Okay. So I was trying to... Nobody wanted to go on a big family trip this year. I think Mm. COVID, when we were talking about it, COVID sort of scared everyone still. We weren't sure what things were going to be like. So nobody wanted to go on a week-long trip to a specific destination so I, I was just trying to look for some things that were, you know, most of the people in the house would have liked and, you know, that were close by. And uh, I also, so we, Amelia, Ethan, and I went to New York City. Mm. But recently I've been hearing that New York has been managing things really well. And I 
honestly have really wanted to get Amelia back to Broadway Dance Center. More so than the day that it opened back up. I was <laughs> texting her, let's go, when are you ready to go? And and she was a little hesitant at first. Mm. She wasn't quite ready to go back and certainly not ready to go to the city. So as soon as she started to feel comfortable with that, that's how this idea started to develop. Mm. Now Gabe doesn't really like cities, so he... He would have gone if it would have worked out for his schedule, mm-hmm. but he's been super busy hmm. and Chris can take it or leave it as far as, as far as city trips are. So I decided then that I would just take Ethan and Amelia, which hasn't really happened. Amelia also told me that one of her bucket list things was to stay in New York city, which really, yeah. And I didn't know why that was bucket list other than we used to take the kids over uh, between Christmas and New Year's. So we never stayed in the city. Well, first of all, I mean, it's the city at Christmas time, so it's chaos. And this would usually really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she thought that maybe staying in the city was always super expensive and, and that kind of thing. So one time we stayed over, but we just we stayed in New Jersey and then, you know, went back and forth to the city and where'd you guys stay so we stayed at hotel edison where is that is that like uh nearby Times square i think yeah oh yeah sounds familiar yeah it's it's right i mean right around the block from Times square if you Mm. ask me which street i can't tell you but did you say the price of the hotels in new york city right now is pretty affordable i i think so i i it was everything that i looked at was under two hundred dollars and um wow yeah that's so, cheap for and New I, York City. And I just booked it last week, too. You know, sometimes if hmm. you book out months in advance, you can get them for cheaper. And then when it gets closer, it gets more expensive. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. And as I was looking, I wanted to find something, you know, that had the feel of New York. So that's why I picked this one. Hmm. I, and I wanted to stay close to Broadway Dance Center so we could walk. And that's also kind of. Where how I don't know my way around the city very well, but at least from that area, I'm familiar with it. So I know mm-hmm. where I'm at in that general vicinity and then I can branch out from there. So so those were my kind of requirements when I was looking close to Broadway Dance Center. It had the feel of old New York. I, I liked I wanted that feel. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, pretty. So they're remodeling. So I guess there's some new and some old. We got in one of the old rooms, and it's just interesting to see that old feel. It was it was pretty small. It wasn't what you think of when you stay at you know a, a newer, nicer place. But it did definitely have that. Well, New York City hotels in general, they're pretty tightly packed. Mm-hmm. You don't really find a lot of bigger rooms because they don't have a lot of areas. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. I've only stayed, like, in New York City hotels once or twice. Okay. Um, but, number one, they're super expensive for the most part. And they are all pretty small rooms. Mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah. not surprised. Did you have a nice day? We did. So, yeah, we went in on Tuesday and we stayed overnight. It, that, it was my first time staying in the city also. Oh, wow. Yeah. All the times that I've been to New York, we didn't didn't stay over even as a kid it was usually bus trips yeah easier than nobody had to drive in so that was the first thing i was super proud of myself driving into the city which was actually surprisingly easy i thought it would be now if you ask amelia she'll tell you that i was freaking out and everything else but i I wasn't (laughs) i I get a little upset when people beep at me what's what's (laughs) new york city like um Right now. So New York is my home, right? Mm-hmm. It's New York City is my uh, one of my absolute favorite places to go. But I haven't been since COVID started. 
So it's been over a year and a half in, in, into New York City. I haven't been. I've been in New York, but I haven't been to the city. Mm-hmm. So is how is New York City? Is it still like lively as it was before pandemic or is it still a little quieter? Uh, what what was the vibe like? Yeah, it was it was still crowded. So remember, we're staying right in the <clears throat> excuse me in the Times Square area. So there were a lot of people, not as many as you would normally see, hmm. but still a lot. You know, you're still crossing the street in a crowd, just not as many as usual. Uh, one of the things I loved outdoor eating everywhere which i enjoy anyway now it was a little bit too hot and there were some storms coming through so we didn't take advantage of it and some restaurants weren't offering it because of the the impending storms but everywhere you go there's and a lot of the restaurants have different in inventive ways of of doing this so one that stood out in my mind where it was picnic tables and i want to say maybe there were like eight picnic Mm -hmm. tables all in a row but they were divided by I couldn't tell exactly what but like maybe a a plastic fencing in between each of the tables Hmm. so that would have been their response remember when everybody was putting up the shields at the restaurant so that you could see people and that would that exchange wouldn't be happening between the tables and then it was like a high chain link fence all the way around a lot of them had the metal uh, roofs over uh-huh. top, I saw one made out of pallets. Huh. Some had a lot of outdoor plants. Some were a little more basic. Some had bigger tables. There was one, just two two seat tables in in very small areas. So, but then they could get a lot more seating in 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 that area. And then they had awnings outside of the restaurant where they had the bigger tables. So maybe four or six top tables. So that was really nice to see. And that was everywhere. That was everywhere that we, we walked, we saw that. So I was, I was intrigued by the different, and they would sort of go with the theme of the restaurant. Hmm. And that was really nice. Uh, Some bars had that. Very cool. Yeah. I didn't actually see people sitting outside at the bars, but they would have, outdoor seating and and you know so yeah just i really liked that very cool um where'd you guys eat that's one of my favorite (laughs) questions to ask the people who go to the city because city food to me is just awesome there's so many options and so many choices and right different cuisines and all the fun stuff thankfully hopefully it won't disappoint because we did we ate at a cuban restaurant and i didn't Mm. realize it was until we got in there it was late on tuesday night we had had a late lunch so we didn't know when we would get hungry and so we we, it was it was cuban we had some empanadas wait how did you not know it was a cuban restaurant uh, i just thought it was more like a bar and grill kind of place what was i forget what i forget what it was called but it it looked (laughs) it looked like a bar and grill kind of place that you could get a burger at and make everybody happy but it wasn't so once we were in we looked at the menu and it all looked good ethan had like a stuffed a vegetarian stuffed pepper Mm -hmm. amelia had a ham and pork sandwich which i was surprised she branched out Mm. what did i have oh i had a of course chicken (laughs) (laughs) it was chicken with a cuban flair huh yeah so that was good that sounds good Mm -hmm. and and mel did tell me that you guys went to the same deli that you always go to that loves this deli yeah i think she'll go there until she's 90 every time she visits New York City. Yeah, she told me that. Isn't this the deli that you guys like? Um, 
hung out at when Mel got sick on the way to New York City one yeah, day. Yeah, one guys, time she right? was, Yeah, she wasn't feeling well, so we stopped yes. in there to get her. We actually got her a croissant. We were just trying to think of something. A croissant. Yeah, just something <laughs> that she could eat that would be light and might not upset her stomach. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's how that happened. So the first time we went there, she didn't even, and she barely, she was picking off the flakes of oh. the croissant and barely ate it. Just She just wasn't feeling great. And yeah, so then it stuck. And then every time since then, that's where she wants to go. So that'll be her. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Totally un, unplanned. And, for, you know, we didn't know where it was. So then we had to seek it out and we didn't know what it was called. But now we know they now added, you know. They, they fixed up their deli. So it's spruced up now. They must have done that while, while the, they were what's closed. What's the deli called? Because there's like Majestic. Thousand... Majestic. Majestic. The Majestic uh-huh. Delicatessen. Oh, yeah. wow. And now that sounds you can, fancy. Huh? Yeah. Now you can even make your own salads, make your own uh, wraps there. There's a second floor. We like to eat on the second floor. But yesterday it was so hot Mm. that I think they just had a hard time keeping up on the second floor. So we walked up there to eat where we normally eat. And then you can look out all around the city. But, yeah, we decided that it was too warm. Did you guys walk around in Central Park or anything at all? We did not make it. That was one of our plans, but we just, we had a tight schedule. We didn't make it to Central Park, plus it was Mm. very hot. So that'll have to be a next time we go trip, which actually she said to me on the way home that she wants to go back sometime soon and dance with you. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Maybe, uh, Maybe, you know, we'll go, you know, I can stay at my host parents' house anytime, so. Maybe we'll go for a trip with a couple other dancers, too, and that will be a fun trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, New York. And, you know, I've been I have a, a spot in my heart that says, like, I want to go back to the city soon. Um, but since it's been like a year and a half, but I just can't find it in my schedule to make it over there. Um, but I'm glad that you made it. Yeah. New York City always has a soft spot in my heart. Um, there's yeah. just one time like. You know, I lived in New York for from seventh grade all the way to the senior year. And when you live and and I think it's true about like any other location, too, when you live that close to like a bigger city or like even when I went to Salisbury University in Maryland, you know, Ocean City, Maryland was 45 minutes away drive. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like one of the things that they tried to promote is like, hey, the beach is right there. You know, like let's try to get the people in. When I was in Salisbury, when I went to college there, I went to Ocean City maybe once or twice. Since I started, you know, dating Corey and, you know, when we got married, we go there every summer. Mm-hmm. Same thing with New York City. Is when I lived in New York, um, like, going to the city was like, ugh. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I didn't want to go because my mom wanted to shop. Who wants to <laughs> right. go and hang out with their mom on their shopping trip? Like, that's not fun by any means. So I was cranky all day. <laughs> so New York City didn't have this, like, this feel that I have towards it now, but now it's like going to New York is like, wow, what an awesome, awesome city. Like as you grow older, you start to really appreciate what it has to offer and what it's like. And one of the things that I love about New York city is the diversity that the city brings, Mm -hmm. you know, like you can be anyone from anywhere and and fit, right. Feel like you're home because there's all all kinds of people from all over the place there and you just feel ho- like home like like they, that you are ex- ex- accepted there um raleigh and i all talk about this often of how like when we go to new york we're reminded of like oh like this i miss this like i feel like i belong here kind of thing 
And not that we don't feel like we belong here. It's just that element of diversity that brings us closer to feeling like, yeah, like this is great. Mm-hmm. You know, feels like home. Yeah, feels like <laughs> home. That's that we we do say that we say we feel like New York City is almost feels like our home. You know, New York in general, actually. You know, even where my host parents live, um, you know, in Westchester County, that's it. Just feels like it's home. So. Sounds like you had a really nice day. How was the drive there and drive back? Oh, so easy. Was it? Yeah. No traffic? You know, I, I think that's the thing, too. Me planning this trip on my own, mm-hmm. I don't usually drive, so I had to drive and drive into the city. I knew Ethan could drive if, if I needed him to, but I didn't figure he would want to drive. But it's so easy to get into the city, and especially where we stayed. Like, you get out of the tunnel, and boom, you're there in five minutes. Mm. So, yeah, that was that was super easy. Now, the one thing... There's still a lot more masking happening there than than in our area. Yeah. Mm. So I asked the parking attendant right away, like, what is the policy? And he said pretty much what he told me was anytime you go into into a building, it's encouraged to still wear your mask. And, And on the street, it's more up to you. So we saw it about half and half, and mm. and we weren't always certain when to put it on and when not to. And then other people told us, you know, if you're vaccinated, it's more optional. Some stores, it seemed like nobody had it on, but then many places we went to, still a lot of masking happening. So that was, that was different when you get used to not masking like we are here, mm. and then back to masking again. So we made sure anytime we walked into the hotel lobby, we had it on. Anytime we walked into a restaurant, out of courtesy, we would wear it into all of the stores that we went to. Uh, we went to the Museum of Modern Art, had to be masked there. Everybody did. You know, it, this this brings up uh, something, uh, a conversation that I just recently had with my parents and, you know, how like different areas you go to have, you know, different guidelines and how they're still handling like around here. It almost feels like everything's pretty back to normal right. around in Danville. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk around and it just feels like COVID never even happened. Right. You know what I mean? But I was talking to Japan because the Olympics is coming to Tokyo. Yeah. And I actually read a news article today how the city of Tokyo is going back to lockdown because the numbers are spiking. Oh. And the thing that's scary about Olympics, from my perspective, my personal perspective, is the fact that, like, my parents and my grandparents who are older lives in Japan. Mm -hmm. And the vaccination rate in Japan is below 30% as of this morning. And today I'm talking about September, uh, July 8th. And the Olympics are starting like, I think, 14 days is when it starts. Below 30%. And you have all these athletes from outside the country traveling in, whether they're vaccinated or not. And also the event itself is going to bring people into crowded space and crowded areas like bars and restaurants to watch. And, and that could be the cause of spread of the disease. Now, I know, like, we're all sick of talking about it. We're all sick of feeling like it still exists. But the reality of the the, the fact is that, like, it's still a threat. And it's just sad because, you know, I'm getting a feedback from my parents who are living in the country. and 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 Japan, as a host country, is not excited about this Olympics. And And you look around, like, ESPN and sports world and... 
these athletes are getting ready and excited and rightfully so like they train literally all their life for these events right i get that um but but it's interesting to see in contrast in the host country the excitement's not there uh the reason why i find this out found this out is because you know dance camp this year is themed around the olympics i thought it would be a great idea because you know it's it's once a four year and it gets really exciting time of the year but you know and i was looking for theme songs and you know they usually have a mascot for the olympics so i was reaching out to asking them and my dad said to me you know to be quite honest with you the excitement and the interest for the olympics within japan is very low hmm. um, because they're more concerned with what's going on and 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 you know this is not a conversation about like where you stand on the issue or if it's COVID's real or blah, blah, blah. Like I, you know, I think we're, we can move past that and we can have an honest conversation about that if we really want to. But I think it comes down to like trying to see other perspective from the people that's, that's there and the reasoning behind why they're feeling. Cause sometimes I feel, I feel like we've forgotten to see it from that perspective. Yes. And as individuals, we've kind of focused on pushing our own agendas. Mm -hmm. And that's where like this <laughs> ugliness of the COVID situation came out. And uh, just you experiencing what New York City is doing. And these are more populated, you know, dense areas, right? Like in, in the New York City, you have more contact with others in one day than you do in Danville. Right. In Japan, you have more contact with others than you do probably in New York City because it is is a tiny country. It is super packed and they're doing their best so then they can contain the COVID situations and COVID numbers. But they encounter more strangers in their daily lives than we do here. And uh, just kind of seeing from all different perspective. I mean, I don't know what the right and the wrong answer is. And quite honestly, I don't think it exists. Um, but being able to see from different perspective makes you kind of see it differently. And, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what the right thing is. I don't know because I can see from the Olympic athlete standpoint of mm -hmm. preparing for this moment. I totally get that. But I also am personally concerned for my grandparents, you know, like so I have that aspect and I can see why the citizens of Japan would be worried, um, especially considering uh, the uh, vaccination rate and how that's going. So I'm curious to see how it turns out. And I just hope nothing bad happens. You know, like that's faith and hope, right? Like that's, that's what we can do. Mm -hmm. um, but I also respect all sides in regards to like how they handle everything. And I think if we can all do that, like it takes a step back and be like, hey, you know, like there are certain things that I think would be beneficial. But at the same time, I can totally respect the other side. Right. You know? It's important, I think, for us to realize also that we are in a uh, in a fortunate area mm -hmm. here, and it's it's not like this everywhere. So as yeah. you, as you go out, you know, you may still be asked to to mask, and there's still is that need in in other areas outside of here. So it's good to have that awareness mm -hmm. also. Yeah, just from being at the beach one month and the next month new york city very 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 different the beach was very much like here where everybody it seemed like it had just disappeared and new york city is still taking that very cautious approach mm -hmm. so that was good to see i'm sure it was like um 
eye-opening moment. It was. Even in Broadway Dance Center, we were on the third floor, and you know that hallway is always Mm -hmm. full of dancers and spectators and bags, and it wasn't... I was, for a while, I was the only one in the in the whole hallway. Really? Yeah. It was, huh. yeah. I was, I had the whole little bleacher seating area to myself. Wow. Was the, <laughs> was the studio packed or was it not as busy as it usually is? It didn't is? seem as busy at first, maybe mm. about 10 minutes before there were only five people in her, in her dance class. Wow. And I thought, wow. But by the end, I don't know exactly how many there were because there were two entrances, so I'm not exactly sure. But I would say somewhere between 15 and 20, if I had mm-hmm. to guess. Yeah. I'm not sure how many they usually have in there. It seemed a little smaller than usual. Hmm. But, yeah, but to be the only person sitting in that hallway was crazy. I'm sure that was odd. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, I've been involved with BDC virtually, but I do miss going to the classes there. And uh, I'm glad that Mel got the chance to. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I got the chance to watch her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. That's that's wonderful. And it sounds like you had um great birthday as a, as a whole in this New York City trip. Was, yeah, it was, a, it was a great trip. Good, good. Um, yeah, it just uh, this, as always, like our podcast always turns the corner and gets serious sometimes and then fun sometimes and... <laughs> You know, one of the things I think, like, because we're coming up to the end, one of the things I, I do want to leave it with, I guess, is, you know, like, we we don't have an agenda when we talk about these topics, right? Like, we do have our own personal beliefs, and, you know, we try to keep that in our back pocket, but also be open-minded in regards to the topic. But if there's one thing that I think we can all do is to be more mindful of others. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's the aspect that we've forgotten in in this past year. And I think we're slowly getting back to that. And I'm, that's one area I'm consciously always working on is try to be mindful of others. Because in this world, we can't survive by just our own thoughts and our own opinions and what, what we think is most important doesn't always, is not always the most important thing. And the sooner we can get to that conclusion, the sooner we can start to care about others more than ourselves, like we all, and we, we have a long ways to go to get there. The, I, I, I just feel like as simple as it sounds, that's the solution to a lot of problems that we face. I agree. I just don't know how to get there. And I don't know that if there's a quick shortcut or, you know, quick fixes to there. But one of the ways that I think in terms of maybe this is the way is the more influence we can have on the youth mm-hmm. to start to think that way, the better it is because the more younger mind who starts to think and act in that regards, the future seems a little brighter, I think. Yes. Lead by example. Yeah. So those are my final words for the today. Well, should I, should we tell them about the chips and the sandwiches? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, you have the data. I do. Yeah. So that was really interesting. From last week's episode, you know, I threw it on the uh, Instagram question. You know, do you put chips in your sandwiches? Because to me, I still think that's very odd. But majority (laughs) of the people, the people have spoken. I have gotten. So right now I'm checking my Instagram because it's still up in the in the question box. Oh, I have gotten 63 results. That's a lot. So Mm -hmm. I'm getting close to like over 50 is a really good response number. 41 people agrees with you, dudes. Mm-hmm. 
and 22 agrees with me. Mm -hmm. mm. So, but but the percentage wise, it's it's 65 35 split. Well, you know, I, I still think you know there's a definite winner there. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> You know, dupes, life is not always about winning and losing, you know? Oh, oh, <laughs> until next week, right, when we look at the phone. <laughs> I know, we got. We should do another that one, too. <laughs> so to, to all this to say, we love getting feedback, and we love hearing from you. That was a lot of fun. It really was it really a lot was. of fun to hear back from people and to put it out there and know that they're listening. People are talking about it. They're talking about it in class. Yeah, we should do another, like, a... Uh, because we can do a serious episode like this, but then we can also flip the switch and be like, hey, let's have fun today. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the beauty of this podcast. So let's uh, let's keep going back and forth. Okay. Because I think that's going to hit everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, thank you for listening as always. And please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes and send us a feedback through at rmsdanville at yahoo.com. Bye, everyone. Bye.